Good morning. Welcome to the Vision Principle Daily Podcast. Pastor Jack Irvin with you again, and uh, greetings in the name of the Lord. I hope you've been enjoying these podcasts. And, uh, you know, sometimes we uh, encourage people to find their vision. And some people really have difficulty putting the effort in to really get their life in order. They just kind of exist. I hope you're not one of those. But today's topic is uh, Finding Your Life Vision Part 9. And we're going to talk about overcoming procrastinators and problems. We we started a couple days ago uh, talking about family issues. Today we're going to talk about faith issues. Sometimes our, our faith is not where it needs to be in order for us to find and discover and develop our God-given vision. You know, some people just, uh, they seek the Lord, they find it, and they start moving in the direction, and they fight, 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 they don't give up. And then other people, they, they kind of understand their vision, but they just won't put forth the effort to really begin to walk in it, because there's so many things that can keep us, we call them procrastinators or problems, and faith issues. So let's begin to talk about these. There's basically five areas in dealing with your faith, and those areas are sins that we need to overcome, spiritual disciplines that we need to walk in, spoken words that we need to confirm our call, whether from the Lord or from other members in the body of Christ, spoken words over us that we need to overcome, things that people say that just wound us or, or really keep us paralyzed, and then really what I call spiritual or scriptural misconceptions. And that area is huge, but it's just the area of if you really know that God has a plan for your life, One of the big hindrances is really not understanding who God is. If you've got a wrong perception of who he is, you'll have a wrong perception of who he's making you to be. How you see God, see, we're created in his image. And the main purpose for our lives is that we might be conformed to the image of Jesus. That's found in Romans chapter 8, verse 29. That's the main reason we're here, that we would be like Jesus. When people look at us, they'll see Jesus. And that's our main primary purpose. And then we have specific purposes. But getting back to the topic of faith issues, Romans chapter 14, verse 23 reads like this. It says, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. And of course, uh, We've heard so many teaching with all the faith movement and with all the things that we've learned. We've heard so many teachings on faith, but you have to understand that uh, the definition, the Greek word for faith many times is translated pistis, and most people translate that as trust. And I I don't think that's a good translation. The reason being is that you you learn to use words in the Bible basically by understanding how the Bible uses the words. You know, in theological school and hermeneutics, you learn the principle was called the analogy of faith. And you 
basically interpret scripture with other scriptures. And that is so true when it comes to any definition of a word. And faith is a word that's really many times misunderstood. But you have to understand, a uh, real simple principle is Jesus said, he's the author and the finisher of our faith. So faith is something that God originates. Well, that's, a, that's good news. God does so much better than us trying to originate anything. The things I've tried to do don't always work out the greatest. But God has great intention. He also has the power to perform that intent. So faith comes by hearing. And when we hear God, we can hear him as he speaks to our spirit. We can hear him in the written word. We can hear him in what's called the spoken word when God speaks a specific scripture to us to help lead us, like in a time when you're having a daily devotion. But when God speaks to us, the good news about grace, and we hear all about grace teaching, and I always ask people, what do you think grace is for? Well, if you read Romans chapter 1, verse 5, you'll find out that grace is given so that we will obey faith. They work together, faith and grace. And you're given grace, which is not just God's unmerited favor. It is God's grace and ability, his enablement for you to obey faith. In other words, what he tells you to do or even what he calls you to do. So whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So if it doesn't originate from God and you don't do, if it does and you don't do it, you know, you're walking in sin. It might not be something you did. It's something you didn't do. Not just a sin of commission, but a sin of omission. So what sin do you need to overcome? If you want to hear the voice of the Lord, we know that when we walk in sin, it can separate us from God. It doesn't mean we don't belong to God. God's still there. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. But it's kind of like being married to your wife and, you know, you're mistreating her. You're still married to her, but you're not in good relationship with her. If you're mean to your wife, you know, the old saying, if mama's not happy, nobody's happy. Well, that's so true. It's the same with, with God. If we walk in rebellion against God, we don't do what he says. We don't walk in faith by the power of his grace then that's something we need to overcome. And secondly, the spiritual disciplines we need. If you're not reading the Bible, if you're not praying, if you're not in fellowship, you're not breaking bread with other believers, you know, Acts chapter 2, verse 46 and 47, they continued in the apostles' doctrine. They fellowshiped. If you don't do those things, you're really not going to be able to really discern your call in life. It's a helpful tool. And then, Spoken words that we need to overcome. Uh, has anybody ever spoken things to you like, you'll never amount to anything, or you're worthless, you've always been worthless, and I'd love you if you did this, and those kind of things can be de debilitating in our lives. When people speak, those are hurt hurtful things that we need to overcome. And another helpful tool in the faith issue is when spoken words are given to us, to help us to confirm our call. I hope you spend time with the Lord, seeking a word from him. You have the word of God, okay? But a clear 
rhema word, a word that's specific at a specific time for you to hear the voice of the Lord. And another way God speaks to us to confirm our cause through a prophecy. Uh, I know there's all kinds of controversies, but I believe the prophetic ministry is valid today. There are true prophets on the earth. And, and the Bible says, let all prophesy that we all may learn. It's really something in the last days in Joel, the prediction of the church in the latter days is, is that your sons and daughters would prophesy. And the great tool the Lord uses is sometimes prophetic words over us to help confirm what God has already put in our heart. Not revelatory words, because we get that from the Lord. We get that from the Word. We get that in our hearts from the Lord, from the Holy Spirit. But words to really help you to discern what you've call, you're called to do. You read 1 Timothy chapter 1, I believe it's verse 18. Let's read that real quick together. 1 Timothy chapter 1. Verse 18, it says, This charge I commended thee, my son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. When the brethren laid hands on him, they gave him prophetic words to help him to do spiritual warfare. That's so important in our lives. And uh, when we talk about faith issues, you know, we have things that we need to overcome. We have words that we need to overcome that have been spoken over us. We 